athletes and coaches. Do you wish you had a safe social media platform for your youth athletes? Fortunately for you, there's a revolutionary new app that helps with just that. Introducing Small Player Big Play. Small Player Big Play app provides young athletes, parents, and coaches a user-friendly sports social media platform. The app allows users to connect with friends, make new friends, create groups, text, chat, and post pictures and videos of you and your teammates participating in your favorite sport or activity. To begin, users can simply download and sign up for the app using an email account. Younger users have the ability to sign up using their smartphone and a parent's email address. From there, users can begin to interact and engage with other users of the app. Small Player Big Play app also gives users the ability to live stream full games and events. You can live stream your event so that friends, family, or anyone in the world can see you in action. Users can also share posts from the app to their other social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. What are you waiting for? Get in the game and share your love of sports with the world. Download the Small Player Big Play app today. Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show! The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which has been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring! A... <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football. Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He's just going to throw it long for Demarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and across from me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. Uh, we made it to 2021, so uh, here we are. Everything's magically different now, right? Right, oh, yeah, wait, everything's wait, completely just, different. Just more of the same? No, more of the same. Uh, Actually, um, a exclamation point on the thud of a football year I, I had. Say, to be fair... All of those memes that went out that's like, everybody has won the same, or no one's lost the game this year yet, like on New Year's Day. Like, still true for my team. Still true still for true, my yeah, team. Yeah, as of right now. We'll see how that goes over the next three hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even if they win, they lose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, honestly, I was trying to think, uh, and there's different ways to look at this, but this may be one of the worst football seasons that I've experienced in a long time and it's really tough to wrap my head around this because of my fandoms in football yeah and it's probably difficult because I mean if you're focusing on the NFL which we're going to talk about tonight 
my my team, the Dolphins, finishing ten and six after what they've been through doing over the last twenty years, or really not doing over the last twenty years, them finishing ten and six should be seen as a positive. Uh, but Penn State was god awful to start the year and finished right, yeah. four and five and denied themselves winning winning four in a row to get back to four and five made that made it feel much better yeah. towards the beginning to middle of December. Like it it felt much better than it than it was. Um, and, and I'll take that. I'll right. take that considering where they were. But absolutely, yes. and I don't obviously I don't want to discount our Bulldogs because Wilson was six and one. No, they, but they, the way great. they were denied at the end of the season right. kind of really paints it in an awful light. Right, uh, and and the way right. the season started too, losing to your rival is not fun, and that's right. not kind something of... you'll look back on fondly. Obviously, but winning six in a row, winning the LA League outright, which they hadn't done in a few yeah, years, that's all great. great. But like things. the way it ended, just like completely destroys my view and it has nothing to do with them. No. Like they, it has nothing no. to do with the no. team, no. the exactly. coaches, you know, exactly. the school. It has everything to do with outside forces, but it just really like leaves a sour taste in your mouth. And then the really hyper personal things, fantasy football didn't go my way again. Haven't won the league since year three and we're in year, um, what, 17? Yeah, now? a Something lot. Like we're 16, in year a lot, which is nuts. Um, nuts came up just short again and uh, I did awful in my weekly pool that I run I did, I think, the worst I've ever done in the seven or eight years that I've been organizing it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just you know, as much as I wanted football season to get here, 2020 went out with a bang. That's for sure. Um, but what about you? How are you feeling about football right now? Um, you have one one crown though that that you get to uh, yeah get that you get to talk about for the next year. Or so yeah, yeah. So I um, I did a little better in the pool this year than than any other year I've, I've done. Um, fantasy football did not go my way this year um, in lots of leagues. Like the one yeah, league where we're together, we had, we had a number two overall pick. Saquon Barkley got us a grand total of six points, I believe before he was, was out that, for the season. And don't get me wrong. Excellent. Like I do not want this to be one of those, like, Oh, how dare you Saquon because you hurt my fantasy team. Like, no, I no, like, no. I like Saquon the player. I can't stand that he's on the giants, but I love Saquon the player. Right. Um, so this is not that I wasn't sending like, you know, hateful tweets. Well, we or anything. were excited to have him on our team. Right, we were excited because I've never had him on my team in any league or anything, and so to have him, and then it obviously the knee injury was awful for him. Um, I'm sure he will come back as a beast next year for them. Um, that's one of those. Don't get me wrong; it, it's never good to have a knee injury, but like to have it in one of the like week two or whatever, so that you you know your nine month clock. It will be hitting in the summer, not in September or October, you know, like some of the others. Um, but yeah, so fantasy football did not go my way. Um, but yeah, I was I was a little bit better at uh, picking uh, straight up winners this this year. So that, yeah, that's fun. You're going to squeak out the victory here in week 17. Um, my dad texted me, I hate you. And I said, what did I do? And he said, I meant Justin. <laughs> Um, I was trying to lay off, and I wasn't going to say it because I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I no, you, you, you're going to come, come from behind um, and take it in the last week. Did you lead at all this year, other than I, maybe I early? I think there was like maybe a week early? that I either did was up like one, or I had pulled into a tie with the de- like something like that. My um, dad says, and I hate the Denver Broncos. <laughs> really, shouldn't you hate the Las Vegas Raiders? So That's here, really what it right, and well, to. and here's the thing, like. I had a few games that I was going completely against my rooting interest today. And that was one of them. That right. was one of them. Like I, I like drew lock. Like you can go back on the show. Like I am a drew lock guy. 
as much as anyone outside of Denver, I think, can be a Drew Locke guy. Um, or Missouri. But, like, <laughs> like I, I think Drew Locke is still an unknown there. I'm not saying he's the next great, you know, Broncos quarterback, but I think he can be good enough. You know, and then he throws that pass, and I know it was a, to a wide-open receiver who then ran it, and they scored 92 yards to go up, and you're like, oh, man, this is it. And then they get in range, and you're like, man, a 63-yard field goal is long, but it's Denver. Like, he right. could he could make this, and then it gets blocked. Um, after Oakland went for two, which I knew they were going to go for two, because Why not? in that what game, no one, no one wants to go to overtime in that game. No one. They want to win it or lose it right there and just mm-hmm. go home and be done. Yep. Um, so I knew they were going to go for two. So um, I was a little nervous about that. But, yeah, that, that ended up being a big one for me. So, yeah. So, congratulations to you pulling pulling mm-hmm. that one out. I know my dad's disappointed because he was w- winning for most of like the latter half yeah. of the year, yeah. um, probably at least the final six weeks, maybe longer. Uh, but uh, he he's going to finish in second. So, right, right. Um, he did he did a really good job this year. It's his best year he's had in a while. And I had finished in the top three, I think, four of the last five years. So I, had, I did awful. I think, this I, think year. I had finished okay, like in the top five a few years. And then last year I did terrible. And this year I did much better. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I want to start and get my misery. However, my rooting interests were also <laughs> That's true. worse than yours. Sometimes so. you just got to cut your losses. Because Penn State, we're the same. Wilson, we're the same. Right, and yeah, professional, yeah. like, our teams are headed in different directions. They're both not going to be playing next week. However... You have lots of reasons to be hopeful. See, this is why I need you here because lots I was of reasons to be hopeful. I was not. I was glad our show was later so that I could simmer down because I was pretty mad. Yeah, I'm still because pre- I'm not just disappointed. I, I just I don't understand what you were doing this last week. Well, and and that's the thing. Like, I I can I did not watch the game in its entirety. I was watching the red zone. I watch red zone. My too. my understanding, and this is just the kind of way that I I view the game and games in general. If you're going to go out and just get beat by the better team, now I'm not saying the Bills aren't the better team, but like go out doing what you do and do it to that extent. And if you lose, you lose. But we talked about this on last week's show. Like by week 16, the teams have told us who they are. Right. We know who the Dolphins are. They need to. They needed to shorten that game. You know, let the defense play. Try and come up with big special teams plays. And they weren't able or willing to do I, yeah, that I this week. And, were, and now it was odd. They were painfully exposed, and they were winning games with a stifling defense. Ben, ben don't break. Because yeah, yeah. They, they, they. I mean, they were one of the better scoring defenses in the league up until this week. They weren't exciting or pitching no. shutouts, but they were getting the job done. And then they'd have some electric special teams play, whether it's to score points or to prevent points or to right, get good field right. position. They were getting those two phases of the game, and the offense was hit or miss. Right. Well, they didn't have anything going today, right. in, and the in offense a, didn't help them at all. Right. In a game that meant everything. Which like, I just don't get, because right. e- going into this week, a lot of people were stumping for Brian Flores and, and, and the coaching staff for what they've been able to do with... The few pieces they have, yeah. the young talent they have but need yeah. to develop, and then, um, the, I, I just what they taking a step back, they yes. overachieved this year. Yes, and that's going to be yes. a theme for the rest of the show because right. I want to go through our preseason. Well, and to now. I, th- I think in the long run, 
I think it's going to be the opposite of what you were talking about with some of the other things about how, like, it left a sour taste in your mouth just because of the way it ended. And I think um, in the immediacy, the Dolphins will be like that. But I think come the time of the draft, and I don't just specifically mean because of that, but I just mean I think you're going to look and be like, man, we were a 10-win team and we're going to be adding these pieces and we're heading. I think it'll fade, but easy for me to say because it wasn't my team. However, like I said, your team's in a much better spot than my team. <laughs> I, I, I only feel that way because I feel like Miami has an identity. Yeah. Whereas I don't know that Philadelphia does. No. No, they absolutely do not. I just. There's absolutely do not. I just couldn't. I was happy that at the beginning part, I took my daughters to my sister's house for my nephew's birthday and they we got to swim. And right. I ignored the first part of the game. And when I saw the score that it was 28 to 6 at that point, I was happy that I wasn't watching it so, because I would have been fuming the entire time. So I did not know that at the time that that's what you had done. And I was just like, oh, he's just kind of dropped out of this text combo. Well, like, I just, bit. I didn't have my phone no, for it, an hour and a half. Right, I, I wasn't right. around my but phone. Like, but it made sense to me because if that was my team in a game that meant whether or not they were going to make it into playoffs, I would have dropped out of the text. <laughs> I later saw the, you know, the posted pictures and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I think but. that's the part that is so infuriating to me that you have a team that supposedly as a coaching staff is wrapped around your finger and basically can do no wrong. There were issues right. at the beginning of the year. Right. Most of them were ironed out. I'm still mad about the Denver loss because that also the one. cost you. Right. But it was in Denver. so right. And it was in the middle of starting a rookie quarter. Like whatever, right. that's going to happen. Right. Right. But this one, yeah, I know you got to go to Buffalo. I don't care. Like I don't right. want excuses. Right. What went wrong? Like, where was it? Was it in the game plan? Was it in the execution? Or is it just simply, we don't have the players? Right. And maybe that's what it is. Because, right. no, you're right. Buffalo is the better team. I knew Buffalo was the better team going in, but I expected... And even if an Miami effort... won, I'm not sure I'd be convinced that Buffalo isn't the better team. Right. Well, they also didn't play some of their starters the second half. And, right. and a few guys were just right. deemed... That they weren't going to play before the game started. Now, it wasn't Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs, right. but they didn't play him in the second half, and they didn't look any better with those guys on the bench. Right, right. So, yeah, it was pretty maddening, uh, and I I just, I was, and then I had to watch these other teams possibly lose Miami to lose their way into the playoffs. Because for a second, I thought Pittsburgh wasn't going to come back and beat Cleveland. That didn't happen. Then it looked like the Colts were going to lose to Jacksonville. And that so didn't happen. So when Pittsburgh scored, I immediately thought, because Pittsburgh had all their timeouts, maybe. I'm not sure. But like, yeah, they did. They had all their timeouts left. I immediately was flashing back to earlier in that, like at the very start of that game, when I texted you, if this game doesn't end by the Browns smacking, you know, uh, Mason Rudolph with the helmet to put them in game-winning field goal territory, a la the playoff win a few years ago when the Steelers were down and out and Vontez Perfect just loses his mind. I, I know this is a little hard to narrow down which time, but and cheap shot at Antonio Brown and it put him in field goal range yeah. in a playoff game. Like, um, yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening! It's happening! And I was like, and in in terms of picks, I'm like, the Steelers are going to do it to me two weeks in a row because I picked. <laughs> The Colts last week, and I sat there watching it. Now, my wife, at the same time, my wife's a Steelers fan, and the last month or so, when they were in their skid, I kept saying, it'll be fine. 
they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And every time they weren't fine in the game, she would let me know that they were not fine. <laughs> hey, it's not And fine. I just kept saying, like, I've seen this movie before. Right. Like, we talk about fine. that all the time. Right. Now, I, I'm sure we will have time to dive into playoffs and things like that. Yeah. Well, I don't gonna... know my thoughts there yet, but, um, well, we're going to find Steelers out. were fine. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to, I'm really mad about this week. Yeah. Like I, I know I, like I, I don't need explanation. I don't, it, they're not, they don't owe me anything, but I'm just like, almost, what happened? It almost like, would have been happened? better. I, I say this, not really, but like you lose last week to the Raiders and just like kind of, put yourself out of more of the misery. I mean, it still could have been in a win and with help and stuff like that. Like, but yeah, well, and, and here's the thing. And we talk about this all the time. Once you start winning games, expectations change. Right. And that's exactly why I have to take a step back, move back to September. Be like, we had hoped I had hoped Miami could win between seven and nine games because you then take a market improvement. Cause they went, what was it? Five and 11 last year. They yeah. started Oh, and seven, Oh, and eight. And then, they won five of their next, you know, seven double, games or whatever. Your win total in the NFL. So they won five and eleven. Now they go ten and six. They're literally a win away from the playoffs. Could have gotten in a ten and six if in, a few other things. In happened. one of the better years of the AFC, it was a very good year for the AFC. And I honestly, and this maybe I don't want to consider it a homer, but I think an AFC team is winning the Super Bowl. I well, we've talked about this a number of times with Paul when we were talking about like the elite teams and like. I think there's a couple teams in the AFC that I would say are tier one teams if I'm ranking all the teams. And I don't, I still don't think there's an NFC team that I'm putting in tier one. Tier two, and obviously an NFC team is going to make it. So could a team, you know, if they make right. it, they and obviously have a shot. Game, yeah. But like when I'm ranking the best teams, I don't know. I guess people are still going to consider me a hater on the Packers then. And I don't, I feel. Well, Differently about the Packers this year than I did last year, where I thought they were a fraud and they kind of got exposed. Like I feel a little different this year. Well, I still think but, that could happen, but, but they gonna... didn't. But they didn't lose to the Eagles this <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we're gonna get into that, but I do okay. want to. Um, yeah, I was jumping around. Uh, uh, my dad said, uh, "You better hope he doesn't make your next sandwich." <laughs> Um, I, that, that that seems like a threat. So this is on recording now. So I don't know. You have some proof. Um, he also says he felt bad that my dolphins that get, didn't get in, and uh, I appreciate that. And he says his best three teams are right right now all from the AFC and are Kansas City, Buffalo, and Baltimore. Yeah. So I am super intrigued by the Baltimore Tennessee matchup next yeah, week. Baltimore's winning that game. I hope. I hope. I mean, I don't because I don't like the Ravens. I know you don't, but, but like Baltimore's winning that game. How can you root for Mike Rabel? <laughs> I know how you can when he plays the Ravens. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. There's all ways around this, but I would take three, maybe four teams in the AFC before I take any of the NFC teams. So, but we'll get to that. I want to quick run through all of the games, but just talk about the teams, not the game today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. the teams, did they? Overachieve, well, underachieve yep. from where, about, we, about where we individually okay. thought they were at the beginning of the year. I'm not going to remember where all of them are, but I, I'll, I I'll give my input anyway. So and I'm, unless, I'm relying on uh, probably fantasy football champion uh, Rich to um, kind of give us the reminder there. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he, he's listening live. He doesn't get to listen oh, yeah. live so much. Yeah. Uh, this this time of year. Well, and but... I saw. I also saw he had quite the adventure getting getting to. <laughs> he had an adventure. Um, 
heading back home. So, um, all right, we're going to start in the NFC South. Falcons at Bucks. Bucks win 44-27. Tampa Bay, 11 wins for the first time since 2005, and they're back in the playoffs for the first time since, I think, 2007. Atlanta, they underachieved to me. Yeah, 4-12. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely underachieved. Um, all kinds of questions you there. you think Raheem Morris gets that job? No. No. I, I, I see that. Their, their owner, Arthur Blank, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He is one of those, like, loyal guys so he's i i I give raheem morris a legitimate shot at that job it's not i don't think that was a token interview no Uh, and i don't i don't that that, i'm not saying that in terms of like rooney rule thing i'm saying that because i I absolutely i don't know that they showed enough down the stretch. And I don't know that that's Raheem Morris's he fault. Wasn't, they like, weren't able to close out games. Right. And that was the problem right. with Dan Quinn, though, too. Right. So. And I kind of view that as, like, that's tough. But here's the problem with that. Is I kind of view that as, like, the cultural, you know, problem. Like, you need to change the culture there. Is an in-house hire a change of culture? I don't... Certainly, it's not a change of culture in the season. But if you let, like, Morris, like, all right, he's going to completely take this show and do things his way now. I think you got to give him a shot. So I'm glad they gave him the, it's what seems to be a legitimate interview. And I, I don't know. It would be interesting if he got the job, but certainly underachieved Tampa Bay, 11 and five. I'm going to say underachieved slightly because I expected them to be where the Packers are right now as, as the one seed, or like in that spot where they're we did pick they're both, going for it. Both of us did pick Tampa Bay to win the division. I they have a chance because they've played well of late. However, they've been in this pattern of winning and looking good and then laying an egg. And the time to do that would be next week. Now I don't know that they're gonna do that against Washington or the Giants. However, they have to go on the road. They have to go on the road. And Washington has that defensive front that could present problems for Tom Brady. If Washington... And what is up with Mike Evans? If like, Washington beats the Eagles tonight and wins the NFCs and they host the Bucks, I think that's an intriguing matchup. That's an intriguing matchup to me. Because Alex Smith is good enough. Right. And, and everyone outside of maybe New England and Tampa will be rooting for Washington. Yeah. I would think. Maybe not the NFC East teams. But Washington's up ten nothing already. Like, by the way, I feel like Alex Smith kind of takes some of that away because, like, if you don't want Alex Smith to do good, I I don't know what you're thinking. You obviously don't know the story, and go watch the ESPN documentary on it because right. it's phenomenal. And, and it, this this isn't like a oh my gosh, but like in in the Nick Foles book that he wrote, you know, after the or that was written about him, like after the. Uh, if the Super Bowl, like he he, it's not a huge part, but it talks about how Andy Reid got him out of reti- what he was going to retire, and like his time in Kansas City because of Andy Reid and Alex Smith was so great. Like he talks right. about how Alex Smith is a great guy, you know. Like it's those stories, and I I I know I've talked to you about this before, but the stories back even when he was at Utah, and it talks about how he went into college with sophomore status because he had so many AP credits from high school, like. He had 30 AP credits going into college. You know, like, he he's this smart, good guy, like, liked by his teammates. 
it didn't work out for him in San Francisco, and there were lots of factors there. Surprised Jim Harbaugh can't settle on a quarterback. Right. You know, like it's been his issue at Michigan too. Um, Did you see? But like Alex Smith's wife shared the photo. Yes, of his brace yes. turned into like, the Lombardi Trophy. And don't get me wrong, like Washington. I'm never going to be like rooting for them, but I'm rooting for Alex Smith right. because they, I yeah. like, how can you root against him? It's a shame. He's not at a different franchise. Right. Uh, but anyways, Tampa Bay. Well, and Ron Rivera, by the way. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. How do you not? I mean, we've always, we're on like, we're part of the, uh, I no said it. Ron I hated Rivera's that hire because I thought Ron Rivera is a perfect hire. He just he needs another year or two. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. You gotta give him time. And he needs Dan Snyder to not get in the way. And getting rid of Dwayne Haskins is a sign that Daniel Snyder is not getting in the way right now. Right now, yeah. right now he's not. So sorry, Tampa that was a Bay, big tangent. Me, I, Tampa, if they go on and win the Super Bowl, but anything short of the Super Bowl is a disappointment. Yeah, like this is not a building project. This is a win the Super Bowl now. And to, to me, they're the third or fourth best NFC team. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't. They're not. Well, I know they beat the Packers already this year. They're one of the losses. Yeah, I don't think they're better than the Packers right now. I don't think they're better than the Saints right now. And I don't know what to think about the Seahawks. I think them and the Seahawks are kind of a push there. Uh, Seahawks, man. Whew. I know it's just so it's weird. Very, very weird. Uh, I obviously think they're better than than the NFC East team. Yes, yes. and I think they are better than Chicago. Yeah, uh, I just. Yeah, I, I think know. they're better than Washington. I just think Washington, with that front four, is a tough matchup for a team that you know is going to right. go back and pass it. And I would and say wants to pass it downfield. Tampa's probably better than the Rams too. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would, so I, they're yeah. they're my especially three, with a quarterback with a broken thumb. They're like, three to four for me. Yeah. Um. But Tampa, it they're really more like a push because I think they are right where yeah. I we expected them yeah. to be. Yeah. Um. But honestly, looking at how they played in a few of those games, to me, they kind of did underachieve. Right. So, and that's part of it. Like, they've underachieved, but the book's not closed on them yet because right. they could win the Super Bowl. However, like I said, like, as of right now, they've gotten blown out by the division winner twice in their own division. They they took it to the Packers, but I feel like the Packers have been better since then. Um, they have, yeah. I just... So the book's not closed, but to this point, I feel like they've underachieved because they've laid some eggs. It's one thing if you lose some games, but in their games, they've looked bad at times. Now they win the next three games and make the... Uh... Right, there you go. So, um, all right. What do you think about Dallas and the Giants? Okay. Um, Giants, honestly, are about where I, I kind of thought they would be. Um, I, I feel like Joe Judge is on the right track there, which also I don't like. Um It'll be interesting. Daniel Jones has shown enough that, like, you know, you're you're not looking to reset anything there. Like, I feel like he's he's done well. When healthy, he has been able to perform. Um, although they didn't do a ton against Dallas today in terms of offense, mm-hmm. you know, like you would expect. But, like, again, the weapons, when they get the weapons, like, they're going to get Saquon. They're going to add right. some pieces. Like, the defense will be – it has been fine for most of the year. I think they're headed in the right direction. I do too. I'd put them about where I thought they'd be, though. To me, honestly, I think they might have overachieved a little. That's like, fair. Six, six wins. That's fair. Uh, and a it possible depends how you look at it. I was going to say, like, they could be a playoff team. Right. They're probably not going to be a playoff team, but they could be. So, like, again, anything short of, I, I'm going to put them there about where I expected them to be, but um, 
I, I think they're headed in the right direction. Boo. Uh, Dallas. Underachieved. Underachieved. They were on their way to underachieving before Dak got hurt. Yeah. And then... They they were the most talented team in the division, and it's not close. And their backup was Andy Dalton. And I know they had O-line issues. But there were O-line issues on my team, and my team was just as bad. Yeah. But, like, my team wasn't expected... Well, I shouldn't say that. They were in a position where they still could have done it. Yeah. But, like, you look at what Dallas has done. I don't know. I feel like Dallas's shortcomings are just as self-inflicted as the Eagles, just yeah. on a different end. Yeah, I, I just... Well, in, in a different different way. And what do you do? Like, well, I mean... You they, have to sign Dak. You have to sign Dak, because I think that offense can be lethal but if like, the defense doesn't put them in crappy right. positions. If you're Dak, like, I ask for the world. I ask for the world. Like, and I know that's tough, but, like... I, and here's the thing with, and this comes up with a lot of teams, including my own. And I know there's lots of talk with the Wentz stuff about like what's going to happen, that you know the salary cap issues, salary cap issues, all that stuff, and all that is valid. But I'll, I go back to the Chiefs at the beginning of this year, like going into this year, had a hundred and seventy-seven dollars worth of cap space, and they found a way to sign a half a billion dollar deal for their quarterback, and the largest tight end deal ever, and like you know. There's a way to get the things done. Dallas has chosen to spend money on wide receivers and a running back. And none of them were able to help them win games this year. Ezekiel Elliott's contract looks awful. And I hate to say that because I feel like that's going to... Saquon's not going to get near that money. Mm-hmm. Even though I think he's a better running back. I know the situations are so different, but the teams are so different. It's like comparing Barry Sanders to Emmett Smith. Right. But like, I can't justify giving a running back a $90 million contract. Right. They're, like, they're a dime a dozen. You, they are. They are. That's what I was just and talking. I know we've, we've bashed on him and rightfully so. Uh, Greenies like, you know, stuff from last year and this year where, but like he says, mamas don't let their, Babies grow up to be running backs. And it's so true. Don't. Like, it, it is a glamorous position in terms of you get the ball, but you're a dime a dozen. Yeah. We can we can replace you. You can look at Melvin Gordon. Yeah. The Chargers got him for, what, four or five years? And then just like, nope, see ya. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Yeah. He was perfect. the big one. Right? All right. Let's move on. You draft him in the second round. You get first round talent in the second round there. Miles Sanders. And then you've got your stud well, running back. Look at J.K. Dobbins. DeAndre yeah. Swift. No, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was end of the first round. Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Look at where the... I mean, Jonathan I just Taylor this... ran for 253 yards today. Yes, thanks. I know. Uh, fantasy. Awesome. Thanks for doing it this week. <laughs> Had my best week of the year when I wasn't playing. 157 and a half, right. which was nothing compared to right. Adams. 212. <laughs> 212 points. I don't know that anyone's broken 200 in that league before. Now, technically, that doesn't count. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> he wasn't technically playing a game. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think we've ever had anyone break 200. You've gotten close, uh, I, I, 180s, 190s. Yeah, I think, maybe I, think I might have hit ago. 190 this year. I think at one point. Well, my uncle has had a few 170, 180 yeah. weeks. But oh, I had a 200. 180 week that was popped up in a memory this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, against me in the championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just had a conversation with one of my buddies that's a Dolphins fan, and uh, I, I, not to spoil it, but Miami has the number three yeah. pick in the draft. Thank you, Texans. So they they doubled their win total from five to ten and get. A higher a draft, pick. draft pick. Now I know it's 
that's that's glossing over some huge details. However, think about that. You went from five wins to ten wins, and you have a better draft pick than you did last yes. year. Um, so Miami's picking at three due to the Texans um, trade a few years ago. And they also get the 18th pick. That's the last pick before the playoffs. There were no teams that finished 9-7 and seven this year that are not in the playoffs. Okay. okay. That are not in the playoffs. Um because they go from Miami at ten and six, well, I think, to teams at eight and eight. I and to be fair, it's possible that no team will finish nine and seven next year, right? Because don't they add a? Oh yeah, week game? seventeen. Yeah, no <laughs> team will finish nine and seven next year. Uh, yeah, that'll be weird. Ten and ten and six sounds so much better than ten and seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, what I was saying is, uh, like Miami d- needs a running back. Like, yeah. as much as I like Salvin Ahmed and Miles Gaskin, they're not the answers, probably. Right. right. The fact that you don't know who your running back is week to week, like your go-to guy, that's that tells you you need you need an answer there. Now, where you get that answer. Right. But obviously, it's not, not going to be three. a three overall. Three. So they'll be candidates to trade back. But even if they only trade down to like six to ten, they're not taking a running back in the top ten. No. At 18, I don't know. Who stands out to me in the running back class this year to warrant the 18th pick? Which makes me think <sighs> Miami is taking even then. Miami no, taking a running back. It's probably in the second round because they yeah. also have Houston second yeah. round pick. You take him with that first pick in the second round. If if the guy, if it, the running back you want is there at that pick, that's when. That's you what I said it. last year when they could have had any of any of those four except yeah. for Edwards Hilaire had gone before right, their second right, round right. pick. But they had a pick at the end of the first round that they could have used on those guys. So you could have already had DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins in the role, and they pass. But whatever. I just. Ugh. Miami needs a, a, a few few things, but thankfully they have picks that they hopefully can do it. All right, I'm going to answer this one first. New All York right. Jets overachieved. <laughs> so two and fourteen, technically overachieved because I don't think I picked them to win it. No, it was the no, Jags. It was the Jaguars. That I didn't you were pretty close on the Jaguars because <laughs> yes. I think I was making fun of you. Like, no way, they're only winning one game. Right. Oh wait, <laughs> I think I had them at no wins, and I said there's no way they don't win a game, and I think I moved them to a game. So and I you think nailed, I nailed it on the ding spot. ding ding. So New York Jets overachieved. Two and forty. No, they they still underachieved because while I said they were Absolutely. the worst team in the league, I still thought they'd win three or four games. Yeah, and you talk about huge questions. What do you do there? What do you do there? Right. Well, because they're they're going to get rid of that, Gase. There's talk that they may trade the two, or they may trade Sam Darnold, or both. They said they're looking. They're, they said big moves the, for the Jets. The, the thing is, you're going to have basically a new front office staff, new coaching staff. What coach is going to want to come in and use a quarterback that they didn't draft? And why would they pin their hopes to him? When here's the thing, if right, and I it, it that sucks for Donald because I'm not sure he's the problem, right? But I don't know that he's the answer moving forward. There, I feel like he could get a fresh start somewhere and could then we'll get to see is he going to be the guy or not. Maybe he goes to Indianapolis if Philip Rivers retires. He could. He could. So, Jets. Underachieved two and fourteen. Patriots seven and nine. Underachieved. Underachieved. Yeah. I still thought they'd win ten games and make the playoffs. I, I really did. Yeah. I, I I told you I was going to believe it until I saw it, and they didn't. And I know I, I. It's really interesting because of what the Bills and Dolphins have shown this year. Like that division is going to be interesting for years to come. However, I, and this is maybe just like. You know, the scarring that has taken place over the last two decades with decades. the Patriots. But, like, I still worry about them next year in a, like, not well, a fan of that team. Because they get back. eight defenders back. I know not all of them starters, but they get eight guys back from 
COVID leave. From COVID leave. And that, like, that's just easy. Like, that's like eight free agent pickups that you don't have to, like, account for, essentially. Because you already had them under contract. Like... Yeah, I don't know how the cap stuff works right, completely. I, right, I know there were there's ways, but like, again. No, and it's still Bill Belichick. The question's going to be, what do they do, a quarterback? Right. Which was the question what they were going to do this year. They Man, did they play loose and free today, though? Like, you see the... Yeah. Did you see... Were you listening when they showed that pass that Cam Newton caught for a touchdown? Yeah, I was. That he coached that kid in flag, in flag football? Yeah. yeah. Jacoby Myers, How yeah. How awesome is that? So... New England, I just, at the end, do you really see Bill Belichick wanting to trade up to get a young quarterback? No, like his no, 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 almost, no. He's I, find a vet. But, but how, how Jets in New England would this be if he went, if he picked up Sam Darnold? Well, and, and, like, well now they, they would, would never trade to, they him. They would now. have to release him, which right. I don't think I see happening. No. But the, 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 the Patriots <sighs> are a likely destination for Carson Wentz, if the Eagles God. do that. Which we know how that will work or, out, right? I like what Adam presented today. What if the 49ers trade Garoppolo back to New England? Yeah. Because Bill wanted Garoppolo to stay. Yeah. Bill, Bill wanted him to yeah. take over yeah. for Brady. Yeah. I think San Francisco would do it in a heartbeat. Because I think... I don't know that they get a two for him right now. Because he kind of played his way out of... I know he had injuries and stuff like that, but... But that's the thing. He's But he could get injuries. a three. They could get a three for him, I bet. I, we'll see. But you said it's going to be a crazy offseason. I'm interested also, like, what picks do the Patriots have? Because they always hoard those, like, late picks. Like, they always have a ton of them. They probably get co- uh, compensatory picks for Brady leaving. Oh, yeah. They'll get a, probably a third. Right. So, like... So, do you trade a third because you have a third that you can't trade anyways? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And I don't, and I mean, I, I think Buffalo's here to stay. I hope Miami's here to stay as in a relevant team that's yeah. winning 10 plus games a year. I hope that's the case, but you throw new England there and you, you got to bump them up by three wins. Something's got to give somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully it's in other divisions and not the in the G- AFC. East. Jets go winless. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Um, Minnesota underachieve. Absolutely underachieve. Underachieve. And, they're, 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 I don't mean this as in, in like I don't run. I I don't think he's a bad guy, but the Kirk Cousins era there has been awful. They were they they had they, the year that been, Foles got him right. Isn't that the year? Isn't that no? What? They had that they signed him the next year. Oh, that's they, right because it was Case Keenum. They had Case Keenum. That's, that's right. It was Case they had Keenum. Case Keenum there that year. So this was his third year in Minnesota. Then 18, yes, but 19, he had signed. This is the third year of that ninety million dollar guaranteed contract. But he had he had re-upped like so he he's there for a few more years. But like, and you you have the pieces there, right? Like you've got the best young wide receiver. You've got the one of the best young a top backs. five in Thielen, maybe a top five or certainly top seven or ten. Thielen Jefferson Cooks is one two wide receiver running back off like insane. <sighs> And you finished multiple games under 500 and two games under 500. Now, is that all Cousins' fault? No, no, no. no but like, yeah. I... But the quarterback gets blamed. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. To but see maybe what the coach should there. take some of that too. Like, because they've gotten worse. <laughs> like, yeah. they're, they're worse. Uh, Detroit, 5 and 11, underachieved. Absolutely. I thought the coach they'd be got a little fired. bit better. Yeah, they're the bad. coach got fired, underachieved. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Stafford. Could he go to doing? Oh my gosh, that is a really scary one. 
But I've see, always been higher I, on Stafford so here's than the, others. Here's the thing with Stafford going there, though. Like, how much longer do you feel Stafford has? Because if it's only a year or two, I don't know. Well, there are so many factors in New England. How long does Bill see himself coaching? Because if he only I sees really himself coaching for one or two more two years, or three years, then go out and get a plug guy. What do you care? Get one of these veterans like yeah. Philip Rivers this year in Indianapolis. Right. Go and grab one of those if guys. If you think, and I know because of the injuries, it's a wild card, but if you think you're going to be there maybe five years, then maybe you're going for like the guy like Wentz or something like that. And I don't know that he sees himself being there longer than that, but like then you maybe look for the young guy that you draft or something, you know, but. Um, I just, it'll be, there's you know, quite if, if the, Bill sees himself on coaching like two or three years. Like why wouldn't you maybe just test the waters with Stafford? We had a quarterback carousel last off season with Brady and rivers. This year. year could be even crazier. I which, say that watch nothing. happen. Right. Yeah. Nothing. They all sign or retire. Like yeah. nothing, yeah, whatever. Uh, Pittsburgh, B- Cleveland Steelers to me overachieve. Yeah. I'd say overachieve just slightly. They look to be I on. I think I might a, have had them winning the division. We both had them okay, winning the okay. division, but still at twelve they're, and four, they're better I think than, that's I better yes, than I thought. Yes. Uh, <coughs> Cleveland at eleven and five, slightly overachieved. I think. Yeah, they overachieved. Um, I thought they'd be a tick better, but like they're better than I thought. They're I not know, beating Pittsburgh next week. I know no one's giving them a chance next. I'm week. I'm not giving them a chance. I know no one's giving them a chance next week. I don't buy that the Steelers are back yet. This is going to come back to bite me because the Steelers are going to blow their doors off next week in Pittsburgh. I'm not but, a believer in their defense, and I don't think Baker Mayfield's the answer. So, well, that'll do it. <laughs> I, and and I can't argue with either of those. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Here, no, you're right. You're right. Here's you're right. my issue with Cleveland, and and I know Kevin Stefanski is probably going to win Coach of the Year. Oh, and it's because, and I honestly, and to me, it's because the Dolphins. That's got a regular season award. Yes, right. Yes. yes, but I think Brian Flores deserved it until today. Yeah, but I don't like the people who are standing for Kevin Stefanski because one, look at the talent he has. Yeah, and two, his see, and I don't want to get caught here because I don't know that he is the offensive play caller. Though I feel like he is because he was he an is. offense coordinator. I think he is. Yes, his play calling is awful. Yeah, you have two of so, the best running backs in the yeah. league, the best running back tandem in the league, and do they either of them ever come? Do they combine for more than twenty carries? Probably when they win. Yeah, yeah. But like he gets away from the running game. Right. I mean, there was a, a time today against Pittsburgh where they had it what first and goal or first you know, inside three, the ten or whatever. Throws. They got down there on the running game. The book of Doug Peterson play and three right straight there. play passing. Yeah. You yeah. have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Nick Chubb had rushed for like a hundred yards on six carries. And a great or offensive like line, great offensive line. I, I just I don't understand the love for Kevin Stefanski. I think he lucked into it because they gave him something. Now uh, he was able to do it when yeah. previous guys hadn't. So right. yes, that's credit right. to him. But I think they're going to be exposed next week. Yes, my my only thing is the flip side of that because I I can't argue against any of that. In the last month and a half, we've only seen one and a half good quarters from the Steelers. Yeah, you're right. I I discount today because that was a shell of the Steelers. But still almost won. No, they did. They did. <laughs> On the road. And the Steelers last week, and, and maybe I need to wait this week more because on the offensive side, outside of Ben, a lot of the starters still played. On the defensive side, I know they were missing some guys. And the 
Browns still struggled there. Um, but all the comeback last week came after the Colts' safety left with a concussion. Like, so I, I, I have a feeling like they got lucky last week. You could argue that they got a bit unlucky this week because they almost recovered that onside kick. Um, I thought they had it. I, yeah. I thought they did until I saw like right. the right. seven three right. play. Right. The, when they finally showed the view where he his body was back and his arms were still closed, yeah. so you could yeah. tell he wasn't reaching for it. Yeah. Um. But no, you're right. I, I'm I'm probably buying too no, much and, into and it there. But like I'm all on Pittsburgh. They are going to lose. Right. I'm going to look and, like a and, moron. And I agree with you. I'd say the Browns a bit overachieved, and the Steelers also overachieved for me. So I, I agree with both those. I think the Steelers, if they get hot, could be really dangerous. Really dangerous. Yep, I'm with you on that. Um, I don't know. How crazy is this? Like, I don't know if Ben, like, if it's going to be on Ben. It's going to be on Ben. Um, because they've got the talent, and those receivers have really come along really well the last month of the season, no, I even, even in their struggles. I don't want to throw us off course here. That's but, all right. Uh, the the game times have been announced. Oh, Saturday sweet. will be Colts at Bills to By kick the way, it off. Triple headers on both days. Amazing. Absolutely awesome. amazing. Colts at Bills, 1 o'clock. Rams at Seahawks, 440. Bucks at NFC East winner is the primetime game. Okay, okay. A little surprising to me. That they yeah. picked that. I thought Colts Bills would be a much better primetime game. Yeah, Rams Seahawks pretty much has see, to See, here's the thing. They're not game. putting the Indianapolis and Buffalo game in that primetime slot. They want Tom Brady in that time. Oh, yeah, you're slot. right. I forgot about that aspect of it. But it'd be even better when the NFC East team beats them then. Oh, my so, gosh. Can you, uh, Sunday, especially if it's Washington, because I know Washington has a history, but like Washington's, Washington's banking not on New Alex York. Smith's story. That's well, what they're. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sunday is Ravens at Titans. Okay. Bears at Saints and Browns at Steelers in prime time. Oh, man. So the game that we were just talking about will be the last one decided and will not be decided by the time we're done talking here next Sunday. It's going to so, be a wild weekend. What a, what a, what a fun weekend of football coming up. Now, obviously, I wish my Dolphins were in it, but I'll take it. Yeah. Um, anytime we can get six more games, I, I'm happy yeah, about that. Um, NFL adding a, an extra wild card in each uh, division or each uh, conference is a, is a genius move. So, yeah. So let's get back to going through these before we dive into the playoff talk. And uh, Ravens Bengals is an interesting one because to me, Baltimore, honestly, <laughs> they they kind of pushed uh, to me. I feel how, what they finished 10? 11 and five. No, they Ooh. were eleven and five. All right, so I'll say they overachieved by their record, but I'd say they're exactly where I thought they'd be yeah, ex- based I on think, everything else. Because I, I didn't think about... they'd win the division, but I thought they'd still be a playoff contender. Yeah, I think and they're that's right exactly where, where they are. thought they were. Um, so let's let's call that one for us too. A win above or win or two or above, maybe. Because I think I we thought, said but... Steelers eleven and five and Ravens ten yeah. and six. So yeah. we're they technically both overachieved. Yeah. Uh, but it could be interesting. I think honestly, I think both teams could make some noise in the playoffs. Do yeah. I think either team wins a Super Bowl? I don't know about that. But uh, I, however, I, if well, if the Ravens win and look good next week, yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. then you've got this, you've got this idea of like, oh man, maybe maybe they've turned the corner and like, 
what is it? Like Lamar Jackson's like 23 or something like that. Like, you know, yes, he's lost two playoff games, but he's lost two playoff games to pretty. The San Diego one was tough, but that was, he had only been the quarterback for a few games. A few weeks. Yeah. And San Diego sold out to stop him. And that, that was it. Tennessee was on a tear last year. It wasn't just them that they beat. You know, they, they, they beat New England and they're Patrick Mahomes miracle from, you know, so, I said Pittsburgh's beating Cleveland next week. Baltimore's beating Tennessee next week. So oh, now, man, Cleveland man. and Tennessee will both win because that's just the way my year is gone. Please no. Cincinnati four eleven and one. Honestly, I thought they were on their way to overachieving until Burrow got hurt. Yeah, yeah. And but here's the thing: Burrow got hurt. He didn't get hurt at the beginning of the season. He got not hurt middle late. <laughs> yeah, which is not not good. No, not good. He'll time be. Frame. It'll. I don't rush him back because he's a nice young talent. Yeah. If he has to be on the pup at the beginning of next year, just let it go. Yeah. Let it no, go. I agree. Make sure he's 100% healthy. Yeah. Because rushing a quarterback back from an ACL injury is not a good thing. No. It's what happened with Wentz. I know that no one will ever say that, but they rushed him back because Foles in the offense weren't getting it done. I believe we're both agree in agreement that the Dolphins and Bills, despite today's efforts, both overachieved. Absolutely, absolutely. We, I had said, I think you were right there with me, that I was hoping and expected Miami to finish between seven and eight wins. Maybe I may have said nine and seven. Some are right in there. So no matter what, they overachieved both by record and I think their play on the field. Absolutely. Uh, Buffalo, we both thought was second best to New England, the second best team in the yeah. AFC East. But they went thirteen and three and have the number two seed. And it's the highest and, they've and been since ninety three. Really good. Like they, they they're look peaking good. at the right time. They look good. Yep. Seattle twelve and four, forty nine or six and ten. I think honestly, Seattle may have overachieved a bit. I think we both like them, but I don't yeah. know if we thought we saw them I going think twelve I had and them four. Winning the division. You see, this but, is the one I always get confused because we jumped around between Seahawks, sure 49ers, and Cardinals all the but, time. Yeah, so I'm going to say Seattle overachieved. I think I had San Francisco falling off, but I say underachieved. I don't know I that I had them going off. 6 and 10. Though. No, I think that, yeah. Did we have them as the worst team? No, I think we had the Rams so, as the worst team. I think, I think we did. I think we talked about the Niners falling off because they were, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Right, yeah. That was a big fall. That's a big fall. What well, happened to the Rams last year? Six, too. And, six and ten, and looking at getting rid of your quarterback, possibly. And what were they last year? Thirteen and three. Yeah, twelve and four. What were they? They had to be at least no. They were thirteen and three because they hosted the Packers in the in the NFC Championship. And blew them out. Right. Who were also thirteen and three. Yeah. Or were they fourteen and two? They might have been. I think they were. That's an eight game swing. If they were. And like I get they had injuries, but like, well, you know what it is. Like Arizona was Arizona better than was they better, were last yep. year. Seattle Rams were better than they were. Rams last were better year. than they were last year. It was a NFC West. Seattle was a tough is better division. than they were last year. They're not necessarily. And when the 49ers went through the issues, Garoppolo and Kittle injuries, That'll they traded DeForest Buckner. Their yep. secondary wasn't anywhere as good as they were last year. Right. Cardinals Rams. Honestly, I think Cardinals underachieved and Rams yeah. overachieved. I'd agree. I would agree with that. Jaguars. Here, here's the thing, though. And I, I know it's not to the same level, but. Man, like watching the game last week, Goff is not the wonder kid out there right now. Like, and you could tell by like the play calling and the frustration with like the body language on the sideline of McVeigh and some of the coaches. Like, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens if he comes back next week and doesn't play well. Now I know he had broken, dislocated his thumb. It's so, like what you do there, but. The offense today didn't wasn't any drop. I know they didn't really score, but like 
the offense performed pretty much the same this week as they did last week. Yeah, um, 18 points today. The defense really stepped defense up. Defense looked good. So, then Jaguars, Colts. You honestly, I mean, Jaguars to me underachieved, but you nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> you right. nailed it. I, I, we, I had a predictor, and there were a couple like mistakes, but like for the most part, it, it let us pick the games. And I had them not winning a single game. And I, but I, on the air, I said, like, there's not a way, there's no way they'd lose every single game. They'll win one. Only because. And they did. And they are awful. And I know there's talk that they're going to full court press on Urban Meyer. And there's also some interest in Ryan Day. And I said to you, please go with Ryan Day. I mean, good, but, but no. No, yes. Yes. No, no, yes know, to Ryan Day, no to Urban Meyer. I've never, I, and I understand this is crazy because he's won national championships at both schools. Urban Meyer has never appealed to me. So I'm never you, appealed to me. Have you read The Cost of These Dreams, Wright Thompson's book? No. Oh my gosh. It's interesting. It would be a very interesting read for you. So I listened to it and on an audiobook, and Wright Thompson narrates it too, like, or like is the narrator. And his voice is like perfect for this. It is a bunch of stories, but it would be really interesting because like he's the long form writer like on ESPN and like he does all this stuff. But like one of them is on Jordan, uh, one of them's on Tiger Woods, one of them is on Urban Meyer, and it just like talks about like some of the things that like I can't stand about Urban Meyer, and it just basically like talks about some of those. But it also talks about some of the things like why he is the way he is, and it's just it's it's an awesome book, awesome book. But like. Yeah, like Urban Meyer, I don't know if that's a great. I don't know if that's a great fit. Right. I don't know that it's a terrible fit. I mean, I feel like if you're going to go, now's the chance to go. Like him there with Trevor Lawrence would be a would be enticing. You know, like if you're him, I feel like if you're Trevor Lawrence, that might be enticing. You know, because like I feel like Urban Meyer could play to your to your style possibly. I mentioned in the text, I think that like, man, you could, you could bring Tom Herman on as his OC, like if you wanted, to, like, right. um, yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. You know, the Penn State side of me wants to see Ryan Day out of there. Get him out. Get him out. No, I'm with Senate. you there. I, I'm all about that. Now, and I don't know what to think about him as a right, pro coach. I don't. I don't either. But I like, don't see Irvine being don't a good pro coach. I see him as a great college coach. I, I think it's because I think it's Nick Saban all over again. And yeah. then Nick Saban came, went to Miami and for two and, years was like, this is not what I and, wanted. And as much as, and, and I completely understand, as much as like a Dolphins fan, I would hate that as we've discussed numerous times. Like I give it to Saban for just being like, forget this. Like it's not, this is not me. I'm, I'm leaving, you know, college football and pro football are vastly different. Yeah. Look, Va- look like, at they're Saban. not really close. Saban runs everything at Alabama and he does it to perfection. Like, he does it to perfection. He may be is the greatest college the, coach of all he's time. He's in the fifth CFP final in seven years or something like yeah. that? Like, how absurd is that? He may be the greatest college coach of all time. Yeah. It's almost impossible to have right. that well, discussion. Well, comparing but, eras is right. crazy, but, but I don't see Urban Meyer having success there, and I think it would be a terrible hire. Well, and here's the thing. Like, if you want to go, like, I know you have the number one pick, but, like, the Jags don't really have a history of doing it. Like, so why, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like being like, oh, I want to take my shot at the pros. I'm going to go to the Jags. I know they have the number one pick, but like, it's so hard. <laughs> like, what do you think about the Colts? 11 and five, 
in the playoffs, but no division title. I think they overachieved. They so, won more games than I expected. Them I think to. they won more than I thought, but like I thought they'd win the division. Um, I thought they would take it from Tennessee, and they they so, had chances. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say under it. Well, I'll say on par because there were times where they played really well, and they're a team where they're really interesting. They can run the ball. They their defense can play great at times, but their defense was great early in the season. Has kind of like faded. Yeah, like last week they should have locked it up when they way up on the Steelers, um, and then to almost lose to the Jags today. Now they won, you know, but like that shouldn't have even been a game. Be interesting to see what Philip Rivers does. Be interesting to see what the Colts do. Yeah. I'd say they're right on par, but the book's not closed. I think they could win a game. I don't see them as a Super Bowl. They slightly about. overachieved to me. Um, Sunday if night that football. defense gets right, it will be interesting. Sunday night football update. Okay. The Eagles are ruining their draft position and have taken a 14-10 to 10 lead over Washington. Titans 11-5 division champs for the first time in 12 years. Texans 4-12. This one's easy. Titans overachieved and Texans underachieved. Like, yeah, I, I feel think like I had pretty, the Texans pretty bad, but I don't think I, you I'm didn't have four them at four and twelve. Bad. No, no, no. no you, I think six or seven yeah. wins for them, yeah. and I think you had Tennessee probably around ten. I think so. So yeah, I had them a little off of last year, but still right there. Uh, yeah, I put the, both of them right there, I, and I, I say this over and over again. I, I understand. Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. A great quarterback. That franchise is a mess. That franchise is a mess. I don't think it's as home run of a coach goes there and thinks he, like, that they'll necessarily get any coach they want because they have Deshaun Watson. I know that's enticing, but like you said, lots of guys like to go and get their own guy. See, I, and I feel like the enemy would be perfect there. I, I think he would be. Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback. Deshaun yeah. Watson is easily a top ten quarterback in this league. Absolutely, you have. So, like, but we look. I think they're. I think they're a complete rebuild. And yeah, they're a complete rebuild, and they don't have draft picks. No, they don't. That is one major issue that they have, um, not having the draft picks. I like that. That's going to be a tough sell, but it can be done. Well, and. When you Will, have the quarterback, Will already. Fuller's gone. He's going to be a free agent, so you're, you're either going to spend big money on him. And he's he's at, too injured. He's to, to injury man. history, and then he's back, and he gets a PD test. <laughs> Not worth it, right? Brandon Cooks is there, and I know Brandon Cooks is like, I won't accept a trade. Like, oh, okay. Well, because he's been traded like seven uh, times, right? Right, <laughs> and also knocked out by Malcolm Jenkins in the in the Super Bowl. Um, had to throw that in there. <laughs> Watch those highlights this week. Reliving good times. Um, JJ Watt wants no part of a rebuild. So if you are going to rebuild, he's going to want out. He's the face of your franchise. I know Honestly, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson can be the face of your franchise. We've seen teams turn around I know, so I quickly. Know. And when you have Deshaun Watson, I know. I think they get come in and improve their offensive line, fix their Pass catchers. How? How do you improve the offensive line? I know. Line? You have to do you it through free agency. Find, but you got to find right veteran yes. guys to come yes. in. Yes. That's what happened in Miami. You're right. <laughs> like, You're right. You're right. It took two years. So maybe not. Well, next and, and that's year, the thing. That's the thing. Like, you have to look at it like long term. And, and that's where it could be. And, and it very well, it very well could work. And I'm not saying like I, 
I avoid it. I just think it's not. If you look at just the quarterback position, like Deshaun Watson, yeah, absolutely, that's the job I would want as a coach because you have the best quarterback position, like the quarterback, like worked out in He's terms the of best possible quarterback job. in that division. Yes. Now I know some people will say, "Well, look what Tannehill's done over the last few years," right. and Philip Rivers. That's yes, but a, if you put Deshaun Watson right on now, the Tennessee team, Tennessee's a Super Bowl contender. Deshaun Watson with Derrick Henry, and 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 AJ Brown, and Corey Davis. Yeah. Like, I, I just Deshaun Watson's the best quarterback in that division. Yes, and yes. He, the way he played over the last eight weeks or so was insane. No, I yeah. So yeah. I I I don't I understand not having the draft picks, but I just I think you're crazy to not not no, you like a coach out there yes. is crazy to not want to go yes. to Houston. So like I understand, and you have to compare it to other jobs. So like I'd rather go there than the Jets, which are also a mess, and you don't know what you have at quarterback. I'd rather but like, go to Houston than Jacksonville, even with the number one pick. Okay, that and that's basically where I was going to go. I don't know, like I don't know, and I'm not saying like. Like that is in like I don't know I disagree I mean like I just I don't I don't know what I think I do. the only one that I can think of that could open up that might be more appealing is the Chargers yeah because because it looks like you have the quarterback there. young quarterback it's and this sounds ridiculous it sounds ridiculous but you'll know what I mean so like if you go to San Diego like Los Angeles oh yeah oh gosh <laughs> but if you go to Southern California and it's like 70 degrees and nice like every day like i understand is it tough to focus is no but i'm just saying like i understand why somebody could go there and be like i could live here you know what i mean especially if you're going to be rich (laughs) (laughs) that makes things a lot easier doesn't it? it's like and i talk about this all the time when people people were surprised when this is way off in terms of reference but lonnie walker goes to miami and i'm like have you ever been to Miami? Like, if you've been to Miami, like, I can see how a college kid would go there on a recruiting trip and be like, yeah, I want to go here. Yeah. Like, For I understand that. Right. Exactly. Year. Just one like, year. It makes sense. So, yeah. so like, I feel like a lot of people who say that have never been to those places. So, we can't go in depth on these. So, it'll just have to be an over under. That's fine. Uh, Raiders 8 and 8. I think they're on par with what I thought they were going to be. Yeah, I feel. But like they they're... certainly underachieved as a team. They underachieved as a team. They underachieved, but, but they're I don't right think where I thought they. Either would of be. us were that high on them. So ha- halfway through the season, everyone's like, "We owe John Gruden an apology." No, we do not. Nope, we don't. He's lucky he got that win today, even though it doesn't really matter. But to win one of these last few games, right. they were lucky to beat the Jets a month yeah. ago. Davis isn't doing anything there, though. Like, no, his no. job safe, but yeah, like you start to. Uh, Denver Broncos five and eleven. I think they underachieved. I think they underachieved just slightly. I think that's right. And it's tough because I think the the game today. I think if they win the game today, I view them differently. Like, I feel like they've had chances in a number of games, just haven't gotten it done. But they've already come out and said Fangio's back there. I think so. Mm -hmm. He's safe for twenty twenty one. Which hey, we we oftentimes preach the stability, and I'm not sure it's there. But I don't feel like they're in a spot where you have to blow it up right now. I feel like they can wait and see what they've got next year. Honestly, at what point do you start to say it's not just the team and the coaches, it could be the front office? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you got a Super Bowl at the end of Peyton Manning's career. What else right. have you been able to do when, since? When you had a defense that was built by someone else. Right. Brock Osweiler. Like, what's yeah. how, how'd, how'd that work out? Yeah. And and since then, who was the kid they they picked yeah, up? Yeah, just who's... a few years ago. Yeah. The kid from... Le- pa- Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. That's it. Paxton Lynch. Yep. Now you're on Drew Locke. Yep. 
Who's, I, who's next? I, I think Drew Locke's the guy. <laughs> I, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm find out really soon. Here's the thing. I think he's the guy, but he's arguably the worst quarterback in the division. The, yeah. Charger, the Chargers just got their guy. I don't know what the Raiders... No, right now, Derek Carr's better than, than him. Right. So. I think he could be, like, middle of the pack, you know? And at times, Drew Carr... Not Drew, Drew Carr. Carr. <laughs> at times, um, Carr is... is really good and at times he's really bad um but yeah well Mahomes is obviously the, the yeah. best quarterback in there, and you're not going to have the best quarterback in that division for a this while starting so. quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs today is clearly the best quarterback in that division where's the lie <laughs> so Chiefs 14 and 2 I'd say over a Chief because 14 wins is insanely hard under a Chief 15 and 1 <laughs> No, obviously Kansas City at least met our expectations, maybe even better. At they, did it. they just make it look easy. And they sometimes. gave up this game today by playing a whole bunch of backups. Um, they got the, the L, but it didn't matter because right. they had played so well for the rest of the year. Right. Um, they have kryptonite. They have a bad week here and there, but I still would take them versus the field. So Yeah, I agree. Green Bay thirteen and three, Chicago eight and eight. Green Bay to me overachieved. Absolutely overachieved. I thought they were more of what we saw in the NFC Championship game last year, less of what. And we despite saw. that happening this year, a game or two, they I think they're better this year than they were last. I, I year. agree. I agree. And honestly, that's why I think to me, and I know this is crazy because oh, they were thirteen and three I, last I, year. Lafleur to me is coach of the year. I was going to say Lafleur. It wasn't lightning in a bottle last year. They he's shown think, that. He has made a, so, a relationship with Rodgers. I know it's, it's insane out. because I think this is crazy. And this is uh, one of those conversations that's going to take place for a long time. But Mahomes, I think, is the best player. But I I don't know how Aaron Rodgers isn't the MVP. I think if you take Rodgers away from Green Bay, I think they struggle more than if you take Mahomes away from Kansas City. And everyone else is playing. You know what I mean? Yes, like yes. I think Kansas City is a better roster from A to Z than Green Bay is. So I think, right, I think Mah- maybe Mahomes maybe is the better player, and probably we say that because he most recently won a Super Bowl and he's younger. Yes. But I think Rodgers may be most valuable to his I agree. team. So. I agree. Um, well, we've seen when they don't have Rodgers, they're yeah. awful. Uh, Bears, 8-8 eight and eight in the playoffs, though. Honestly, I I'd think say, they overachieved to me. I put them about where they are. I think I, I, I had them right. up higher, but for the different reasons. I think... I, I I don't know. This is an interesting one, just because we, the Bears Gase is was out. By two, the way, it definitely yeah. Bears two years ago made the playoffs, correct? Yeah, and, and then lost they struggled the last doink. year. Oh yeah, double doing. That's right. Oh yeah, because I was on a Disney World ship in when that happened. I watched it on one of the friendship boats in the pitch black, coming back from Disney <laughs> Studios, sitting next to a. Was he a Bears fan? He might have been a Bears fan, too. And I was just like, ooh, that sucks. I'm from Philly. <laughs> but I, I shouldn't say that. I'm not from Philly. No, I, and I am also not an Eagles fan. But to be so. fair, for everyone right. from our area, you know if you travel outside of the 60-mile radius, everyone considers you from Philly, Like even though we're not. We get the Philadelphia news stations. It counts. That's what it, that's what it counts. Saints twelve and four, Panthers five and eleven. Saints overachieved to me because I keep bagging on them and they keep proving me wrong. Um, Panthers to me, I don't honestly five and eleven is not great. I'm gonna I say overachieved like though because right where we thought they'd be because I feel like they blew it up. They have moments there though. They and have moments. There. If you would have told me Christian McCaffrey hardly plays at all this year and they win five games and they win five games, 
And they played some close. Today, today they they did not do well. But the Saints needed a, to get right. So I should have seen that one coming. I did not see that one coming. I thought not having any of your running backs was going to be a bigger problem. Right, right. Um, so Washington and Philadelphia. Washington, I'll say over Chiefs. Washington over and, and Philly I, under. I know that's, that's silly. But, like, Washington, if you would have told me that Dwayne Haskins was going to be awful – that he was going to get cut before the season was over. And Washington was still almost ready to win, what, seven games if they win tonight? Right, and make the playoffs. And make the playoffs. That Honestly, right. didn't we have Washington being the worst team in I the did. AFC East? I did have them being the worst So team. they definitely yeah. overachieved. Right. We have Philly, I think, second behind Dallas. I had them Dallas. second behind Dallas, and so they clearly So we essentially got that completely wrong. Yeah. And I think they're probably in the worst spot of any of the NFC East teams because you have no idea what you're going to do. And... Zero confidence that the people that and are in your place. franchise quarterback is already basically like trade me. Right, right. The day after, the day after the coach gets the, basically the nod, the confidence, and says he'll be back next year. The franchise quarterback says I won't be. So now, cool. it's not, yeah, good, great, grand, wonderful. Love it. Love Everything's it. fine here. <laughs> but here's the problem, and and I said this, and I'll say it every time. Do you need they, this? they needed, they needed, like, did Carson need to play better? Yes. But there is nothing about the franchise right now that makes me think that they're going to get it right no matter what they do. No matter what they do. If they keep him, they're still not going to put the weapons around him and change the, the calling and get him into a position to be successful. If they get rid of him, they're going to get dimes to the dollar back, you know, like what you're, what you're going to get. You're not going to get the value back unless there's like somebody that really loves him. But we just talked about this crazy quarterback, like, potential market this year. And on top of that, like I'm not convinced they're going to get it right with Jalen Hurts. And that's not a statement about Jalen Hurts. I like what I've seen from Jalen Hurts. He, I hope he can be the guy. Like I've seen so many of these things where it's like, I can like Jalen Hurts, but also like Carson Wentz and be worried about how the team is going to handle this. Like that's exactly how I am. I like Carson Wentz. I want him to be the guy in Philly. I have zero confidence that they'll be able to get it done in Philly with him. I have zero confidence that they're going to be able to get it more than a flash in the pan with Jalen Hurts because they had the franchise quarterback and they blew it. This is not a glimpse. Like, he's done it twice. Twice. And I know people are like, well, last year. No, last year he was 27 touchdowns to 7 interceptions, 4,000 yards with no receiver over 500 yards. And they did nothing to improve the offense. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. It's Their answers were to bring in 33-year-old wide receivers. That was going to be what made us better. It didn't work. Unbelievable. So it looks like Washington just scored to take the lead. Thank uh, God. Back. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out here. I hate this pop-up thing. Um, the scoring. Oh, here, scoring drives. How did we score? So how was the first touch? Oh, God. I almost took a super bet today that the first touchdown <laughs> scored by McLaurin or Rager. Do you know what it was? Hmm. 50 bucks wins 375. Oh my gosh. And my dad talked me out of it. So thank you. Dad. He, he was right on those picks today, wasn't he? Oh, now I'm being a jerk. He's gonna now kill I'm you. being a jerk. Do not let I'm him sorry. make your next I'm sandwich. Sorry. I'm telling I'm you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. I regretted it as soon as I said it. So Chiefs and Packers get the bye. Next week, we get Bills, Colts in Buffalo. Who you got? 
taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I, I want my rooting interest. I want the Colts to win. I want the Colts to win. Saints, Bears. I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking the Saints as well. The Bears, I don't think they've got enough. Is, wait, there. is that is this right? Is this right? Yeah, that's right. Two against seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'll take the Saints. Okay, let's let's stick in the NFC for this one then. Um, Seahawks, Rams. Oof. Is really? this is this right? Did, are these the games that I said already? <laughs> I feel like some of these are different than what I talked about, and this is from the official NFL page. So, well, then I'll, I would go with them. Um, they just might not have updated it, but here I'm going to pull this up that with the, the the times. Yeah, so Colts at Bills. Yeah, Rams at Seahawks. Okay, Colts at Bills. We went Bills. Um, Bears at Saints. We both went Saints. Rams at Seahawks. This is tough because Seahawks just squeaked one out there against them last week, didn't they? Yes, when Goff got no. injured. Did the Rams squeak it out? No, the Seahawks won, didn't they? Did, I don't remember. Did they lose? No, they. You're right. I they think did they lose. Did. I think they still lost because they couldn't get it done on offense. They couldn't, and they didn't look great today on and offense. I don't know that they get it done. I'm and, still picking Seattle. Yeah, McVeigh has owned them though. Like I don't know. I'm still going Seattle. Well, let's so. look at it. I, I'm going Seattle too. Okay. I, I'm going to trust Russell Wilson more than whoever's there. I, Cooper Cup, I think is going to be out. I think they put him on that three week, like that, like short term IR yeah. type thing. Yeah. Browns at Steelers. I'm going all. I'm on Pittsburgh. So I want it so bad. It's not going to happen. I'm going with the Steelers. And here's the thing. I still think they've got a shot. I'm not picking it. I, not enough to make me pick it in, in a zero consequence situation. So that tells you exactly how I feel about it. Ravens at Titans. You talked me into it. I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. And you, well, that tells us everything we need to know. What's going to happen there? Bucks at who knows? Bucks at NFC East. I'm going to go with the Bucks, but Washington is an interesting matchup I, for them. I agree. I'm still going Tampa Bay um, because I think they're the better team. But right now. At the end of most of week 17 in the regular season, what's your Super Bowl matchup? I'm going to go with Packers Chiefs. Talk going, about a throwback, ma- throwback matchup ooh, that there. That would be great. Ooh, that would be really good. Uh, I'm going Chiefs Saints. Ooh, you think the Saints put together? Right. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what to think of the So, NFC. what a swan song for Drew Brees that would be. That's another breaking thing. A lot of people, not breaking, because some people thought he was going to leave after last year. I, well, are, are they going to hand the keys over to Taysom Hill? He has said over and over, and this was an interesting uh, like interview I heard with a Saints reporter, that like that's in part why Jameis was not the starter, was because they wanted to evaluate. When, when Taysom Hill was like, contract was up. Um, oh, what's his name? Sean, uh, the head coach. Um, he had told Taysom, like, you are the backup. Like, we're probably going to bring in another quarterback, but like, you are the backup. And they talked about how, like, so his word was like, it was important to, um, to him that he kept his word to Taysom and like kept him, at least gave him a shot as the backup. In the same thing, he said they were clear about that with Jameis, too. That like, listen, like Taysom's the backup, like you know, so and so, like, yeah. And they said that they both have handled it really well, which is good. But he, in that same like interview, I guess he also said that like our 
future quarterback is on the roster. Okay. That's an interesting statement. Like, what do you, I think he means Jameis, but like, I don't know. We'll see. Right. The, in, and I feel, did Jameis sign a two year deal or a one year deal? I think a one year deal, but so he's able to walk. Right. But he, he turned in. Some people think he turned down more money, maybe for other backup roles, other places. So not, we're not talking like huge money, but maybe turned up other well, situations. I give it to Jameis for turning down possible competition roles or whatnot, and maybe more money to go and learn from one of the best to ever do it. Right. Like that says, says a lot to me, growth there. And I know there's a lot of off-field right. baggage and, from before. Right, there but, is. But like, could, it would be really interesting to see him there. Like, just to see that. Like, I kind of feel like about Jameis, how I felt about Ohio State, not to bring up a negative thing, but like, are is he good enough? Like he could be. Like I just don't know right now. Like I haven't seen enough. I thought Arians was going to get the best out of him, and he didn't. Or maybe he did. <laughs> um, in Tampa, like, but I'd love to see just. He was the what definition is of a gunslinger. There, yeah, he was a great fantasy football quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well. That does it for us for episode 322. A lot of good NFL talk. Um, neither of us get to uh, have any <laughs> important games played the hey, next you know what? Uh, Blood what, pressure can return to normal, months. right? <laughs> eight months of nothing now. Eight months of no pro well, football. Well, no, for us. I mean, in about four months, I'll get to watch my team screw up the draft. So. Oh, great. Yeah. That'll be fun this year doing the draft. Hopefully, we can Sorry do to a- whoever, you, whoever they pick, because even if they pick the right guy, like <laughs> it's not going to work out for you. By the way, that I think you sent me the stat. Like Justin Jefferson had more receiving yards. yards than the top three Eagles receivers combined. Yeah. Combined. But so, Carson Wentz is the issue. Yeah. It's Carson right. Wentz. Clearly. So I definitely look forward to doing a draft broadcast again this year that was oh, fun. That, be La- fun. that was be fun, really yeah. fun last year so hopefully we well, can... the new format too like just i know it's not new now but like spread out over the days and honestly i kind of hope the i know there are reasons why i hope it looks more like it did the last few years not this past year but the way they did like the you know the online one this year and just like some of the things they're able to incorporate was really cool yeah like keep some of it Right. They might have to, honestly. Right. right. And think about it, they did that pretty quickly. In a month and a half. Yeah. Like they should be incredible. prepping to do that now. Um if they aren't, it's a failure it's on end of parts. April or early May. Right. That's they not they should time. have they should have three different plans. Yeah, you're right. They should. They should have normal, hybrid, and last year. And look, if they're looking to contract out that job, like I'm sure we'd be uh, willing we, to, you, to Yes. Just email us the May Sandwich Shop inbox, <laughs> Joe Mays and J Rap. We could sit down and hash something out. I'm for sure you. we could figure it out. I'm sure we could figure it out. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Justin and I will be back in one week's time to talk about the NFL Wild Card Weekend. I can't believe it's here. Hope everyone had a great holidays and a happy new year. Yes. I hate that m- the majority of NFL teams are done, including ours, but I always love playoff time. And next week, Mine's we get six yet. games. I get another half of <laughs> That's right, you get another pain, half. either losing Are you happy or about that? losing. Are you happy about it? No, that? I'm not even going to watch. And uh, we'll be back to talk uh, wild card games. Again, all of them will be done except for that big Steelers-Browns match next Sunday night. So, Yeah. yeah so. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you again in one week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show. Brought to you by May's Sandwich Shop. 
You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Raff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>